0: Hello, and welcome to the Viva podcast. My name is Jerelle.
1: I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Happy official summer.
0: Oh, yeah, it is officially summer.
1: I actually don't even say that because of the date on the calendar. I say that because I feel like this is the first week it's actually hot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, because it's been hot as all hell. Yeah.
1: Right. Which was nice because June, I feel like, was a little bit more of a break than it's been in past years or an easy transition into summer. Yeah. Whereas previously, I feel like it just like ran over us as if it was like a Mack truck.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I can't really recall. I'm just like, oh, you know, awesome. if like if it's not, if it's like almost 90 on a day, I'm like, it's hot. And then if it's not, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so.
1: Oh yeah. I feel like <laughs> it's kind this of my process. Is the most easy June we've had for a while, mm. at least the past couple of years. I don't remember a, that many days in June where I was really mad about the weather and I feel like it really came in like a wrecking ball the last few years. Shout out to Miley with that one.
0: Yeah, that was a how deep is cut. She
1: doing? How is Miley? How
0: is doing? <laughs> I was like, that's a deep good.
1: Like, is she okay? I, I don't follow pop culture, so maybe she's all over the news and I just have no idea.
0: No, but she's not been as, far, just, as like, far as I know. She's
1: just like being out, being MIA.
0: Probably just enjoying life for her yeah hopefully
1: I that's I think that's wise hopefully I hope right okay I don't actually I don't even know that I can name you more than like two songs Miley Cyrus sings but
0: wait so what you got I'm curious now
1: the one I just named and the climb
0: wait which one did you just say sorry
1: is it not called wrecking ball
0: oh yes yes yes
1: like this is how much I know I don't you're forgetting a big like, one what is the big one
0: it was a lively anthem for what dancing
1: did she write a dance song
0: oh yeah you know this one
1: maybe what is the name of it
0: party in the usa
1: oh i actually don't even think i fully realized that she sang that
0: that makes sense
1: (laughs) obviously know the song but i think prior to this conversation if you were like who sings party in the usa i would be like generic teen white pop singer mm-hmm. <laughs> insert whichever one here yeah i don't think i fully processed that she saying
0: that i i think it was one of her um one of the like song the breakout like for the poppy thing
1: oh does she sing other things
0: oh yeah there are a couple there i mean not a couple i'm not trying to be shady um like she has other good songs, like "The Climb." I think is also another one. Yeah,
1: that's my second one. That's actually my first one. That's the only yeah, yeah. One that I really fully new. Yeah. I don't think I've heard "Wrecking Ball" from start to finish either. I just know the reference.
0: Right, 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 right. So yeah, I mean, uh, there's she got some some hits for her.
1: All right, well, yeah. good for you, Miley. Had no idea.
0: Hopefully, you're listening and enjoying life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope you're doing well wherever <laughs> it's brief you. Are.
0: Departure we've had for no reason.
1: Yeah. Why did that come up? <laughs> I don't even remember. Summer, oh, he ball. came in I like watched. a wrecking okay. ball. Summer came in like right. a wrecking ball. All right. Yeah. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today is not that. Uh, it's unsolicited advice and that it's everywhere and why you shouldn't, just should not stay far away from it and how to cope because apparently people just cannot stay far away from it, which is really apparent if you log onto social media ever. Mm-hmm. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so what is it other than like literally defining the terms unsolicited and advice? What would you describe it as if you're like explaining to someone, well, I don't understand the difference between advice and unsolicited advice? Like advice you didn't ask for, but I guess why is it particularly a problem?
0: I was gonna say, I have nothing I have nothing that doesn't sound like a smart ass answer. No, but like um, what's
1: the vibe? Like it's <laughs> advice that's unsolicited, but like I don't think it's The reason I say that is because I feel like most advice is not asked for, right? Like in normal conversation, you're having a conversation and Mm -hmm. someone is like, my apartment is flooding and people will be like, oh, here's a number for a plumber. (laughs) Like that Mm -hmm. technically is unsolicited advice because you weren't like, my apartment is flooding. Where are the plumbers? but there's a vibe around the type of unsolicited advice that we're gonna talk about. And like, how would you describe the vibe?
0: I, I don't know. I guess I would say that like the vibe is that one, or just kind of like defining it, it's usually when people are trying to respond to something that's actually quite personal, right? So like the context, like usually no one cares about the situation you just mentioned, right? Like it is unsolicited, but most people are like, okay, cool right? But I I usually think it's something that's like a bit more personal, whether it's about um, relationship issues, or health issues, or, um, I don't know, educational or career path, etc. I think it's usually in those realms, things that like we have to make personal choices about. And I think it's usually, whether it's intended or not comes off quite patronizing. So like, the other person offering the unsolicited advice um it tends to come off as like oh i know something more or better than you and now i'm going to like grace you with my knowledge and you should do this because i know better you clearly don't know so here you go
1: kind of vibes yeah it feels i know it is often well intended but it (laughs) has like a malicious icky evil vibe to it to me because it's something where I think patronizing is a good word for because it, it's mm-hmm. like you're sitting with this idea and you're saying something and you're sharing this conversation and then someone's like well
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it just it has the air about it that like you're doing something wrong
2: mm-hmm.
1: even if you didn't even present that whatever it was as a problem it's just like well What Mm -hmm. I do, and it's just very arrogant because it's assuming, you know, like you said, like the other person knows better. And this is why I was like, How would you describe the vibe? Because to me, it's just like, I it is both this like internal rage and also ickiness. (laughs) Like, I want to punch something and take a shower whenever someone (laughs) spews unsolicited advice at me, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: not even necessarily in that order. Sometimes it's just extra gross, but then like, I want to hit something because it's just so enraging that someone would possibly think that that was warranted there
2: Mm -hmm. right
1: do you have an example I can't think of it I've been trying to think of an example of like one of those phrases because it happens all the time on social media and I feel like I should have like researched Instagram before we did this podcast but like do you have an example you've seen recently or that's happened to you I'm putting you on the spot Hmm. pressure
0: I mean I don't talk to people so I feel like (laughs) I feel like I don't have a, there's not a lot of opportunity for Is people to Is it because they give you
1: unsolicited advice?
0: I mean, kind of like, <laughs> I, I mean, n- most people listening don't know me personally, but like, I don't tend to do well with people telling me what to do. Um, and so like, I don't have time for that foolishness. And so I think <laughs> preemptively, I just create conditions in which that's less likely to happen because no, um, you know, you can ar- argue whether that's better or worse, but here we are uh and so i don't know if i have any like any personal examples the only thing that's coming to my mind which is kind of this kind of the thing but kind of not is that we just talked about it in our previous podcast episode about lizzo the whole lizzo situation in language and I, I people so she did what she did listen to the episode and you'll find out more details um and why it's important but the point being is that like a lot of people are like, well, she shouldn't have done that. Or if I, if it was me, I would have done X. I'm like, okay, but no one asked you.
2: <laughs>
0: like that you're like, good that you feel like you can share your opinion, but like, this is done now. She decided what she wanted to do and it's done. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, listen, whole nother episode why this happens a lot more to women than men, but different, different situation um oh I do have an example actually it's not recent but um there was and I told you about this actually so I was in in the gym working out using a weight machine and
1: this, this is a good story yeah this is a good one I approve I approve yeah yeah
0: um and it's very short but I was using a weight machine um and basically like you know doing my thing I looked fine. Like I wasn't in distress or
1: anything. You weren't trapped under something heavy.
0: I wasn't trapped. Like I didn't need a spot. Like it was like, I was just doing my thing. And then apropos of nothing, this other guy in the gym walks up to me and then starts, I have headphones in because also like, don't talk to me. Um, (laughs) and like comes up to me and kind of gestures at like how I should be doing it differently. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, he motions again, and he kind of says something which I barely hear because I have headphones in. And I'm like, No, I'm good, thanks. Um, And it was just like this moment of, I'm sure a lot of people have had this happen before, unfortunately. But yeah, like this person who, he was clearly someone who worked out, right? And he was also a man who was older than me. it was just like a completely unnecessary situation. Like no one asked for his opinion, I wasn't in distress, I didn't need help. He doesn't know why I was doing what I was doing and why I wasn't doing what he was suggesting, but took it upon himself to say like, essentially like this, doing it this way will help you be better. Um, So yeah, incredibly annoying. And probably unsurprising to no one, um, this person lives in my neighborhood and also saw them driving and they had a tiny little sports car a two-seater I was like yep not shocked but here we are that was shady but go on
1: that's fair because I'm gonna spill a little bit of tea also because mm. I have two examples mm. one you also know well because it involves you mm. but when Jeral and I were starting Viva
0: I knew it I knew it two. I thought about a this last night I
1: thought about this last night
0: apropos of nothing just a
1: certain Person that I know, I'll just call it out. A a relative that I don't speak to often. Mm. They're not listening, I promise. Yeah. Um, emailed, was it both of us? No, it was just me. And then I shared it with you because Missouri Mm. Loves Company Mm -hmm. emailed or texted this like very long length of feedback about our website and business plan. Mm -hmm. I threw it in there that I don't speak to this person often because while still apropos of nothing this would have been weird this is not someone I'm close with and have Mm -hmm. ever asked for their opinion on any of my life choices
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and I would not Mm -hmm. (laughs) in general Mm -hmm. and it was just the most baffling thing because I'm like what like no one asked you the audacity of you to insert yourself without being asked into this conversation as if you have a clue and You know, that's one, and I'm sharing two examples because I think they have very different vibes. So like that one was just infuriating. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain another one that's happened to me more than once, like almost all the time, every day is for anyone who doesn't know me personally, or hasn't heard me talk about this on a previous podcast episode or somewhere, I manage a chronic illness and you would be shocked, or maybe not if you're listening and you also manage a chronic illness, you're not going to be shocked at the number of people who, when I mention something related to that, think they have the cure to like every symptom I've ever experienced. Mm. Like, oh, you know, this is a problem. Oh, you know what you should try? This thing that saved my life. Oh yeah, you found that effective? Person who doesn't have my diagnosis? Okay, you're right. Like all of the doctors in the world that study this group of diseases, they never came up with that, but like you have the answer, right? Cool. Also, you're really assuming that I haven't tried it, Mm -hmm. that if I have a condition, I haven't done research and I haven't gained knowledge about anything that could possibly help. And I've tried it. Like, Mm -hmm. why, why do you think you have this magic bullet that no one's ever heard of before? And therefore, like I've never tried or already vetoed. Mm -hmm. Also, I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask if for your assistance, I... Oftentimes it's not even after I'm like saying something or complaining about something. It's like this arbitrary thing of like, oh, you know, this is just something that I need to, you know, skip or modify because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, have you tried this? Oh my God, that will cure everything. Thank you. Like I did not ask, but Mm -hmm. I appreciate your insight and I'm glad it also just worked for you. Like I said, again, person without my condition, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not quite the same. So why is it a problem? I feel like at this point, we're like really gonna have some people pissed off and like what, like the people are just trying to be nice. They were just offering suggestions. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Here's why it's a problem. It really, in both, all examples that have been shared and you can vote like in the comments of whatever Instagram post or like as a comment on this podcast, like which one you think is most offensive like one, two or three. I actually feel like it's kind of a crapshoot Um, but we'll debate that later. In all of those examples, the thing that's really missing as to why it's problematic rather than just irritating, right? Because you can make the argument, okay, just dismiss it. Like somebody's giving you advice. You are not under any obligation to listen to it. Just like nod and say, okay, sure. In some circumstances, that's fine. But in things that are more loaded or more emotionally charged, you're ignoring the journey that the other person took in order to get to the moment in which you're correcting them.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I use the example of the weights Mm -hmm. because this happens a lot in group fitness classes. Oh my God. This is actually why I pre-pandemic made the decision to stop going to group fitness classes Mm -hmm. because people will correct you without realizing that there might be a reason you're doing it a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, this happens a lot in group fitness classes and it's happened to me in the sense of like people, like I can't squat or lunge or anything that puts like weight on my knees and I'll have people in like yoga classes or whatever, be like, oh no, bend your knees more. And I'm like, okay, like, and I'll wave it off. And it's like, no, no, bend your knees more okay, so you actually don't know me and don't know why I'm not bending my knees more. And so now I'm in this really awkward position where in the middle of a group fitness class, I can stop you and your teaching to explain to you the problem, or I can like punch you in the face because it's mm-hmm. the only way to get this to stop, or I can do something that harms me.
2: hmm Right. So
1: essentially with your unsolicited advice, well-intended or not, you're potentially making someone feel worse. Yeah. And I will say from my personal experience, and I've read similar experiences that people have shared that also manage chronic illness, having to explain yourself is like one of the most taxing things. It's often mm-hmm. more taxing than actual symptoms of said illness. And I know that that's true with people of other marginalized identities mm-hmm. or that or people that do anything different outside Mm -hmm. this very narrow box of normal that our society has established. Explaining yourself is exhausting. So don't assume you know where someone's coming from. You could actually be completely invalidating their entire experience by this well-intended unsolicited advice. So it's actually really problematic than just like, Hey, it's okay. Just ignore the person, you know, don't take it. It's nothing. It's not nothing.
0: Yeah. I was, as you were talking, I was just thinking about another experience that actually, you know, came from uh, a good friend at the time. And it was obviously well intentioned and supposedly, you know, complimentary, but like this person didn't realize how loaded it was. And so basically it was a very like small comment about like what I should do with my hair and it was just really interesting. And this person was from a different racial and ethnic group. And it was just like, oh, like they have no idea even that comment, like the weight of that, right? And then again, like like you were just saying, Rachel, puts me in the position of having to say like, okay, do I go on this diatribe about like why wearing my hair this way is very important and rooted in something very specific for me? Or do I just wave it off? Or do i yell at this person and then lean into like a stereotype of a very reactive and angry black man right and and it's just it creates that situation and no matter what i have to walk away from it feeling the impact of that question or that comment or that unsolicited advice when it didn't need to happen so yeah
1: yeah it's not harmless and often gonna get a little therapy-ish on people it's actually not entirely coming from a place of wanting to help people it usually has something mm-hmm. more to do with your feelings about the situation or a similar yes. situation or what it brings up about your life sure. than it does for helping the person right and so I my only real advice to that is to get that in check <laughs> therapy helps and to be aware of it because you could actually cause a lot of damage um there are situations in which like I've had to explain myself around unsolicited advice or around comments that i like still remember to this day even though it was years ago and i'm sure the person who made the original suggestion or comment does not remember at all it's right arbitrary to them right so i just implore people to recognize that unless someone's asking maybe don't put your stuff on them Maybe just say okay or nothing mm-hmm. or offer a supportive comment rather than saying, Oh, you know what you should do? You don't know what they should do. You have no idea what they should do. The world would actually be a much better place if more people adopted that philosophy of you have no idea what someone else should do. Listen. <laughs> just, yeah.
0: Can't follow that train of thought today. So <laughs> throwing
1: it out there. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that's a different We We did that. We're not yes. going to go back. Yeah. I was just like, Yeah, I have to stop with that. Yep. But anyway. So. Go ahead.
0: So then I was going to say, okay, so then for uh, obviously, we're having this conversation in the hopes of like encouraging people to be better, do better, think differently. So then, like, what are we encouraging for people to actually do?
1: So the first thing I would say is ask a question instead. If you have to say, this is the low bar, just mm-hmm. be a little shady and say, if you're choosing this, it's kind of the lowest bar, but it's better than giving unsolicited advice. So start here ask a question instead. Mm -hmm. If what you want is information and you want to know more, and I think sometimes that is true and you actually don't, you know, think you know better and you're just like, oh, I'm just wanting to have a further conversation about what you're talking about. Ask a question instead. Even have you tried this Mm -hmm. is better than you should do this. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So if nothing else, make that shift. The other thing I would say is don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering how long it was going to take us to get there.
1: It's just such a simple thing of just don't. And like I said, sometimes it can really bring up your own feelings, especially if you're seeing a loved one struggle. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I would say maybe just express how you're feeling instead of Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, wow, you know, it really hurts me to see you in pain or to see you having a hard time or to see you stressed whatever it is, mm-hmm. or I wish there was something I could do to help. Cause then maybe there is something you can do to help, but it's not the thing you were going to suggest. Cause you don't yeah.
2: know. Right.
1: That's and, an option. But like I said, just obviously go with, don't, don't give advice. If you were not asked for advice, you don't know better.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I actually think that those are really good, like uh, really good options. Right. So Um, don't. (laughs) Just don't.
1: There's very simple. Do not (laughs)
0: that's number one, don't. Or ask a question instead of making a statement. Or sharing like your own experience of like like what's what's difficult for you about said thing. Um, I have one more. Um and I would just add that I think another really great option, this is a little bit more advanced, to be fair um, is to empathize with the feeling the person is expressing, um, or, or even, even if you have to guess a little bit, um, that's actually better, right? So, um, saying something as simple as like, oh, that sounds hard,
2: (laughs) Uh
0: or like, oh, that sucks. Um, and then obviously it can be a little bit more elaborate depending on you know your language or relationship with the person, etc, um, but I think just like tending to whatever the feeling is, is it, that this person is showing up with um, if they sound frustrated about that thing they just said say like oh that seems frustrating. Um, and let that be that let that be your response, because I think what that offers is like someone, it affords them the opportunity to be seen and validated for showing up just as they are in that moment, and it, I think, helps, I don't know, I think it helps foster trust because I think when you're able to empathize with someone and like demonstrate that empathy, it's one thing to think it and try and go about it, it's another thing to demonstrate it to that person in a way that is received by them. when that happens you're also increasing trust in the relationship so that person is much more likely to actually share something meaningful about their experience with you um to actually invite any exploration of the thing if they want to do that in the future if you just empathize and reflect their experience back to them and just say that and basically saying that like oh i see you i see what's happening um and honoring that in a moment
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I'll also add one more Mm. because I just feel the wrath of the haters. I don't want to give advice or suggestions a bad rap. Mm. I don't think that everyone is an island that knows everything and can never have helpful feedback from someone else. Mm -hmm. So I want to kind of add to that and say, it is a different situation depending on your relationship with the person. So yes. something that I would encourage people to do is before you give advice, ask if it's really appropriate given the nature of your relationship. You probably shouldn't be giving someone advice on someone's marriage if you're like an acquaintance or coworker. You probably shouldn't be commenting on someone's health if you don't have a close relationship with them. hmm So take a pause and say, is this really my place, right? Even if someone is doing something not great, a good question to ask yourself is, are you the person who should be delivering a suggestion to do something differently? Mm -hmm. Probably not in a lot of cases. You know, I'm thinking of me personally and I'm thinking, and I don't like people either. I'm but. I can think of maybe on one hand, the number of people who are close enough to me to give advice on like things that are personal to me, other than just like, have you tried this good restaurant? Mm -hmm. And so really be honest with yourself and the relationship you have with the person, because I think if somebody's close to you, it's gonna be received a little bit better than if you're just like this random person who's like, I just like to help and I think I know things. Like you probably don't know their experience. They probably haven't shared with you. I would also say that there's a time and a place to do it. And it might not be the second that conversation is taking place, right? You know, if somebody is really struggling with, you know, something with their job and they're venting to you and they're sharing how awful their boss is, I don't know if that's the appropriate time to send them like a new job search website you found, but maybe the next day be like, hey, thanks for sharing. I'm going to drop this here just in case you find it helpful there's something about that delay that can have a little bit of a softer landing that one can make people feel great because you know that they're thinking about you after the conversation and after you're in front of them. And also just, it has a different vibe of just like, hey, came across this, thought it might be helpful, take it or leave it. Versus when someone's kind of talking about something that is clearly charged for them to be like, well, I know what you should do. It, it's a different vibe For at least most people, you might not agree, but it usually has a softer landing and comes off more helpful. So I would definitely say try that. And lastly, I would say be open to feedback. If somebody says, I don't want advice on this, please respect that. And that's it. And that's the be all and end all unless they ask you a specific question in the future. So if you want to give advice, if you're an advice person, which I understand I can be an advice person, I think that's how you do it when your intentions match how it comes across. And if you would like more information on on intent versus impact, you can listen to that podcast episode, but it's a good example of that.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that the 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 idea of the delay, so like such an excellent point um, that I think people would often overlook. But yeah, I think what you said is so spot on there. That's a really good like concrete thing concrete adjustment that someone can make that I think would be tremendously helpful. Um, Because I'm a bit of a hard ass, I'm going to say one more thing. Um, (laughs) Just about the the relationship bit that you shared. Because I, I feel like, yes, all of what you said, agreed. However, comma, my concern is that people will then think that because they have a certain role right in, in their relationship to the person like sibling or nephew or whatever uh,
1: you know I saw where you were going with that mm-hmm. started the family thing yeah, yes. okay. Let's talk yeah. About
0: that. because I just want to like this is the disclaimer there it's like just because you have a role does not mean you are close and it doesn't mean that you can talk about everything so I just wanted to say that like it's important for people when you're thinking about the relationship that you actually think about the relationship between the two of you instead of the roles if that makes sense so instead of thinking about the stereotypes of the roles like oh i'm this person's uncle so i should be able to say this no 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 think about your relationship to that specific person have you ever talked about things in this way before have they ever come to you for advice have they ever um, leaned on you for support Like, how do you, do you communicate often? Do you not? Like, though, that's the assessment of the relationship that is really most important. Not just like, oh, like I have this relationship with this person. This is my brother-in-law. Therefore, like, it should be fair game. No, ma'am. Calm it down.
1: It's actually a future podcast episode.
0: There you go. So I just want to put that out there just to further clarify, because I feel like that is something that often gets overlooked in like the greater culture about like relationships with family especially is that like people think it's a shortcut that a role is a shortcut and it means x y and z when that may not be how the other person sees you so it's just something to really think about
1: yeah I'm gonna co-sign that heart especially give an example number two because that was a relative mm-hmm. notice I did not say family member but I said relative right different using a future podcast episode to be released around the holidays when these topics are very very relevant yeah <laughs> anyway thank you for joining us we hope you will tune in again new episodes every other wednesday if you liked what you heard please share with a friend rate review subscribe and have a good rest of your day
2: bye